Hello there and welcome to this episode of the Tennessee Farm to Family podcast. Today I'm your host and I have a co-host with me as we um, on this episode look inside the candy wrapper. As you notice the shelves are filling up with our favorite treats to celebrate Halloween. So we're going to take a look at some of those things that are on those candy labels and try to connect those to the farm so you don't have to be scared. Uh, this is Tracy Sullivan. Uh, as I mentioned in earlier episodes, I work for UT Extension and I'm here in Jackson, Tennessee. And I'm Mitch Pig. I'm the county agent in Dyer County. We grow a lot of corn and soybeans and wheat in Dyer County. So this is a pretty exciting topic. You know, the fall is here, the weather's getting cooler, the county fairs are about over, harvest is about midway through, so it's time to start talking about Halloween. Yeah, I know when I start seeing trucks, I call it the Harvest Highway. Uh, highway 51 go takes a lot of corn and soybeans, wheat, as you mentioned, although it's a different season, but to the granary to be made into some of our favorite Halloween treats. So we're going to take a look at that. Um, Mitch, what is your favorite Halloween candy? I'm a Reese's Peanut Butter Cup kind of guy. Oh, funny you mention that. I've been buying the ones that are guys as a football. <laughs> Uh, and I open it up and it's nothing more than the Easter eggs, the Reese's eggs. <laughs> um, but I, I do like the Kit Kats. I would say that's my favorite. Those are usually the first to disappear from my kids' Halloween bags. So um, just we've got some candy in front of us. We've looked up a few of the favorites. I hope you all know and we just want you the whole purpose of this podcast is to connect you to the farm and where some of these ingredients you see listed, um, where they come from. So we don't, you know, you don't have to be fearful of the things you're purchasing. And um, we hope that this episode is, we can, we're going to have some fun with it, but also talk about some of the things. So one of the hot topics on social media is candy corn. People either love it or hate it. And I'm in the team garbage uh for candy corn unless you add peanuts with it so when you add peanuts with it it takes on a whole life of itself so that's our first sign of fall at the house is adding candy corn to peanuts um, but let's talk about what what's in some candy corn so candy corn is uh, kind of unique in that it's one of probably the original Halloween candy and as we talk about Halloween candy of course the number one ingredient is sugar however the current recipes for most candy and candy bars um, the sugar is reduced and that has to do with the fact that sugar is grown on limited acres as compared to corn and so corn syrup has become the sweetener of choice for the food industry but they still want to stay as true as possible to the original recipe so there's usually a blend of sugar and corn syrup and candy corn is no exception to that so what's also unique about candy corn is in addition to corn syrup it also contains gelatin as well as honey now honey is a, a product that, that we have here in Tennessee and we honestly we need more of it we need more beekeepers and I'd like to put a plug in for the master beekeeper program that UT Extension off, offers and uh, if you're interested in having a hive of bees contact your county agent and get signed up for one of our beekeeper classes so let's talk about gelatin a little bit. Great. Um, I used to teach uh, some college students, and this was one of my favorite topics because it generally grossed them out, and my kids happened to be there too, and it was one of the things they've not forgotten. So uh, where does gelatin come from? How do we source that? 
gelatin is an animal product. It's uh, the collagen of um, various animals. I think most of the gelatin that's sourced in the United States comes from beef cattle. Yep. And it's those parts that we don't eat their muscle tissue, so it's their horns, hooves, uh, etc. cetera, uh, we get gelatin. So um, not to gross you out or anything, but uh, it is an integral part of all of our uh, treats and, you know, goes back to jello, obviously, but marshmallows um, all have gelatin in them. So lots of our candies. Uh, and gelatin is actually promoted now as a health product in the form of collagen it's just oh, gelatin yeah. is processed collagen and i know several people who put collagen in their coffee every morning because it's supposed to be good for your hair and your skin and your nails yeah and so um, gelatin is not a bad thing right right well moving on and this has some west tennessee connection uh with our charms plant uh over in tipton county but i know they make lots of candy treats but um you see a lot of Tootsie Roll trucks leaving that place. So uh, what about Tootsie Rolls? Let's look look at what's inside a Tootsie Roll wrapper. Sure, for Tootsie Rolls, of course, it originally started as sugar and it still has sugar in it, but it's also uh, a blend of sugar and corn syrup. Uh, it has partially hydrogenated soybean oil. And what that means is, you know, when they process soybeans at a crushing facility, they're separating the oil from the meal. The meal mostly is used for animal feed. Um, soybean oil is used as a cooking oil in your home but also in the food industry they hydrogenate the oil which means they add hydrogen to the oil which allows it to be solid at room temperature and that's how they're able to add it to candies and things without it being a liquid so when you see hydrogenated oil that just means that it's going to be stable at room temperature and not turn into a liquid of course if you leave a bag of candy in your car um, it's very likely that it's going to turn to liquid. Um, Two-year-olds also have milk, which we do have dairies in, in Tennessee, um, and it has whey protein, which is a milk product. Soy lecithin, which you'll find in almost all candies now. Soy lecithin is a byproduct of uh, the soybean, and it is used as an emulsifier. So when you mix things, for example, milk and chocolate to make milk chocolate, eventually that that product wants to separate. So when they're uh, cooking these batches of candy, they add the soy lecithin as a, an emulsifier, which allows those two things to mix and not separate. Fascinating. I'm learning stuff as we're as we're going through this. Um, I did want to mention too, Tootsie Rolls. We go to a lot of Ag Days, connecting. You know, try to connect people, usually youth at school groups, to the farm community and educate them more about agriculture. And I, my go-to to give out is Tootsie Rolls because what he said, they are more stable. They can withstand a little heat. If I'd gotten a a bag of you know chocolate Hershey bars. That would be a mess but because tootsie rolls you can still taste a little bit of chocolate it has that um hydrogenated soybean oil in it so it's going to be a little more stable and not melt as fast it'll be it'll be with you uh, in the car for a little while <laughs> and not ruin so uh, uh, another interesting thing when you, you talk about you can taste a little bit of the chocolate when you're looking at a, an ingredients uh, label and this is not just for candy this is for anything you'd buy at the grocery store the ingredients are listed in order of concentration so when you look at tootsie rolls cocoa is about midway down the list the number one ingredient is sugar and the number two ingredient is corn syrup so a lot of corn syrup goes into 
the making of a Tootsie Roll. And by the way, the soybean oil is ingredient number three. Yeah, so it's a good good ag. I don't think we can count it as a veggie, Mitch, but it's a good ag-friendly candy. <laughs> All right. Um, let's let's keep going. Let's look at some. I've got Skittles here in front of me. That's always a treat for uh, my kids. They enjoy Skittles. What what can we find in the label of Skittles? Hang on, I gotta look that up. <laughs> <laughs> I have this long list here, and I yeah, you may have. I don't know if those. Uh, a lot of times, your your small bags that you give out for Halloween don't have the ingredients on them. But here it is. Uh, so number one ingredient is sugar. Second ingredient is corn syrup. Um, it uses hydrogenated palm kernel oil. So if you're trying to be environmentally conscious, Skittles might not be the, the thing you want because palm kernels uh, oil is, is typically um, harvested in very sensitive areas. So you can feel good knowing when you're, you're, you're eating something that's made from corn and soybeans, uh, a lot of times that's going to be from the U.S. and we're doing all we can to make sure that we are uh, stewards of uh, our environment. Uh, one thing that Skittles has that's a little unique from the other things on our list is cornstarch. Um, people have been cooking for with uh, cornstarch for centuries. Um, it's used as a thickener. Um, you probably have some in your kitchen if you're into baking. Uh, the starch is obtained from uh, the kernel of corn, the endosperm to be exact, uh, and it's used to thicken sauces and soups and, and that sort of thing. Um, it's easy to, to work with and it's not only used in uh, baking but also in making glues and paper products. Um, yeah, it gets real it, sticky real fast. It's, it's, it's used <laughs> as a sticking agent and also it's used in the clothing industry. Fascinating. Yep, so there's lots in these little, uh, little bags of, of Skittles. Um, I know we talked about Hershey's cookies and cream. We were talking about our family's favorite candies, and uh, I know my son, one of them, enjoys the good Hershey's cookies and cream bar. So it has a unique ingredient that, um, of course, it, the fields of it are opening up all around my house. That's right. It's uh, One thing that was unique amongst uh, the things on our list was that, uh, cookies and cream uh, has cottonseed oil. So a lot of people probably don't realize that there are parts of the cotton plant that are actually edible. Um, if you've ever seen or used Crisco, Crisco was started as a uh, cottonseed product. It no longer contains cottonseed, but originally Crisco was cottonseed oil. Um, most of your potato chips and, and some uh, movie theaters even use it for popping popcorn. So cottonseed oil is used in a, a lot of products. Um, the only one that we had on our list was the Hershey's Cookies and Cream, but I have seen it on other wrappers of uh, various candies in the past. And sometimes those ingredients change based on market prices. You know, they may use cottonseed oil for one batch and, and soybean oil for another. It's just based on um, how they can get the ingredients sourced, uh, but they always want to keep the recipe where you don't notice a difference in the taste. Right, and price, of course. Uh, prices, like most commodities of these oils, change based on uh, availability and demand, just like everything else. I know, uh, going back to my ag days uh, with the kiddos, uh, oatmeal cream pies, Little Debbie's, uh, they usually have cottonseed oil in them. So uh, just to show the diversity of the products, 
you know, um, we see acres and acres and fields and fields every day in our area here in West Tennessee of soybeans, corn, cotton, wheat. But, you know, when we go to the grocery store, we don't see those things. However, if we just pause and take a look at the label and educate ourselves on what byproducts and what products are made from those ingredients, we'll find those things on the label. So they're used in almost all of our food products, which is, you know, a good thing. <clears throat> well, um, what other what other things, fun facts? We hope you've uh, educated or learned a little bit about uh, inside the candy wrapper. I guess my take home message would be don't be fearful like and i've used this term before freak show science like our food manufacturing is not freak show science when you peel back the peel back the layers and look inside uh, it's usually things that can be traced back to some sort of plant-based material and some of those ingredients do have scary names like dextrose um, you may not know what that means, but if you do a little digging and educate yourself, you'll know that that comes from the corn plant. It's used as a stabilizer um, and sweetener, a little bit of a sweetener too. So, um, Yeah, dextrose is uh, really just glucose that comes from corn. Um, dextrin, for example, uh, is fiber that comes from corn, and a lot of times you'll see dextrin added, and it's to increase the dietary fiber of the product. Oh, so I can... Let's see, let me go. Candy corn's gonna help me with my fiber content. <laughs> Not exactly. Well, well it, it makes the label look, look better. <laughs> um, I will say and encourage you, most of these commodity groups like corn, soybeans, you know, some we, we all hear the bad press, we all see the misinformation that's out there on corn syrup, for example, or high fructose corn syrup. Just educate yourself as a consumer. Most of these commodity groups have great websites that explain where and how all these byproducts are developed and how they're used. Um, we have some local, there's usually national commodity groups too uh, for their websites. So, you know, just educate yourself and then form your own opinion. I think we, you know, we live in a uh, country where we have a great abundance of choices for our food supply and we want our consumers to be educated. He touched just a little bit on, you know, sustainability. That's the buzzword um, in agriculture. How are these things grown? And of course, I live on a farm. Mitch lives close to lots of farms. Um, Farmers do all they can to be good stewards of the land. It's in their best interest to keep their land fertile um, so it can continue to produce. And so they're incorporating practices that make their acres of corn and cotton and soybeans as sustainable as possible. So um, just, that's I guess a second take home message. But anyway, tis the season for Halloween candy. Uh, hope you've enjoyed uh, this episode and learned a little bit. Mitch, you got any Closing remarks, final thoughts? Trick or treat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, trick or treat. Well, um, I do. we want to hear from you. We do have a, a email. It's TennesseeFarmToFamily at utk.edu. That's T-N Farm, the number two, family at utk.edu. So if you have questions or want a, more information about any of the things we talked about today, um, please send us an email with that. And uh, just want to remind you, if you eat, you're involved in agriculture.